we are continuing on the halachot of Shabbat. Siman Shin there is a very central halacha over here that is relevant to each and one of us when we interact with non-Jews on Shabbat. The common conception is that although I'm allowed to uh, benefit from a non-Jew's uh, action towards me, I'm not allowed to ask him to do something on Shabbat. However, what people are not aware of is that not only you're not allowed to ask a non-Jew to do melacha for you on Shabbat, but if you know that he's doing work for you on Shabbat, you are not you are not allowed to, you are you have to you would have to stop him. You are not allowed to uh, encourage such an action at all. As a matter of fact, uh, the the previous chief rabbi of Morocco, Rabbi Didier Monsonego, in his sefer Pirchesh of Shanim, Hilchot uh, Shabbat, points out something very interesting. There is a machloket, brings in Siman Lamed, there's a machloket, whether you're allowed to tell one goy to tell another goy to do melacha for you on Shabbat. There's a machloket. Now he points out that in the laws of, of, uh, of telling a non-Jew to castrate an animal, which you're, you're not allowed to tell him to do, but if you tell one Jew and he tells another, non, he tell another one non-Jew and he tells another one, that would be allowed. What would be the difference? Why is that allowed and why is Shabbat worse? And he points out, obviously, Shabbat is more stringent because the, the fact that you know that a non-Jew is doing melacha for you is already reason to protest. If you know a non-Jew is doing melacha for you, is already a reason to protest. So over here, uh, the, the question is, the Shulchan Aruch brings, if a non-Jew baked bread on Shabbat, are you allowed to benefit from it? Now, he baked it for himself, but are you allowed to benefit? So the Shulchan Aruch brings two opinions. Some say it's Asur, and some say it's allowed. The ones who say that it's Asur, it's either because it's a new entity, so it's like Nolad, like it was created, or the reason is, is because we are afraid that he, if you eat from him, he's going to say, oh, he's eating from me every time, so he's going to encourage and he's going to want you to come more often. And therefore, we only allowed in situations where you don't have anything else to eat or whatever, whatever not. And throughout the generations, the Sephardic poskim especially struggled with the question of going to coffee, going to pick up coffee from a non-Jew on Shabbat. Going to pick up coffee from a non-Jew on Shabbat. Because the coffee is being cooked and it's being made from the raw beans for you. So there's both problems. It's nolad. And number two, it's, it's a, it's, he might do it for you. So there, there, there was a discussion about this. I just want to tell you very briefly that that uh, the 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 great Rabbanim, as 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 much as the Chida in Birke Yosef Simachin Chafe says it's better to stay away from all these non-Jewish coffee houses, and on, even during the weekday there was all these type of problems. But Le'alacha, he said it's also an issue on Shabbat that you're benefiting from. Not only that, Sefer Ptach Advir and Siman Resh Ein Vav writes that things that have to do with eating and eating and drinking. We are more machmir that we're afraid that he's going to add on specifically for you. One of the great Egyptian rabbanim, the Zera Emed, Rabbi Shmael HaKohen, in Chelek Aleph, Siman Mem Aleph, writes that if you know that you walked into the coffee shop and he already made the coffee and you know it's not for you, then he would think that it might be allowed because the beans are roasted beforehand, the water was able to drunk beforehand so it's not Bishul Akum. So... And it's also that he's not doing it for you because it was prepared before and that's okay. And the Ben Ishchai actually writes in Parashat Teruma Sivchet 
that in his city in Baghdad, that's what people would do. They would go to the coffee shop and take coffee on Shabbat. If it was prepared for one, you know that it wasn't done for you. And obviously there was no paying issues. And the truth is, is that Rabbi Baruch Tuladano, although he brings this down, he says it's better to stay away from it. He says it's better, it's a bad practice because at the end of the day, the non-Jew is going to know to prepare for you. So Rabbi that is the halacha. When you know a non-Jew is going to prepare melacha for you on Shabbat, that's going to be forbidden. These words, my uncle who passed away was a very special Jew. His name was Aharon ben Rifael Rimoch Ruach Adonai Tenechenu Baganeden. Hazakuba